plenty of intrigue heading into the 2023 season. And for a preview out to the KDUS hotline we go. We're now joined in the sports by Matt Schneider of CBSSports.com. Matt, always good to have you. Uh, we had you on right at the start of spring training. Uh, let's uh, just throw out the National League here for a second. Are there a couple National League teams where you've changed your opinion? I know there's been some injuries, so that might have altered your opinion on some teams from even a month ago. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the big one I, I think you have to look at is the Mets with Edwin Diaz and then uh, the Phillies because throughout camp, things got more and more optimistic with Bryce Harper and the Phillies didn't even start with him on the 60-day injured list. He thought, oh, man, they're going to be full strength sooner than you thought. And then Reese Hoskins goes down with a torn ACL. So those are probably the biggest ones. Um, what's interesting there is uh, on the Mets, Diaz seems like a huge, huge blow, and it probably is. But relievers are volatile year to year, and Diaz has had some down years in recent uh, years. And uh, there's always help that you can find at the trade deadline. Remember the Padres had a Josh Hader last year? I don't know if the Mets will be able to find a needle mover quite like that. But I think they'll be able to shore that up. So by the end of the year, maybe that won't look like as big of a deal as it does right now. All right, so we have a poll question today. One of our two poll questions is, you know, which of the following will likely, uh, most likely represent the National League and the World Series? And I've had to narrow this down to four for you know, purposes of getting on the website. So Atlanta, Los Angeles, New York, or San Diego are the four I came up with. I'll you know, explain a couple of other things here shortly. So once again, Atlanta, L.A., New York, San Diego, which of those four do you think is most likely to represent the National League of the World Series? Yeah, those are the big ones. Um, I guess I, I think we could loop the Phillies in. Again, Reese Hoskins, that's a big loss. But once they get right. Bryce Harper back, I feel like they'll be hitting their stride by the end of the season. They could have a similar run to last year where they finished third and win like 87 games. But then they'll be just as tough of an out as anybody but um, our predictions that went up today, I went with the Padres uh, to win actually the World Series. I uh, Look, last year they made the NLCS, and they didn't have Xander Bogart. They didn't have Fernando Tatis Jr. at all. They only had Juan Soto for two months, and it wasn't really the Juan Soto that we've grown accustomed to seeing. And by the way, he's only 24 years old. So it's not like you could say, oh, man, he might be washed up. No, he might be getting even better. Uh, the rotation with Darvish Snell. Uh, they will have just Joe Musgrove back soon enough. That's a nice big three. Waka or Lugo could be a nice four in the playoffs. Uh, Suarez, nice setup man for Josh Hader. Hader, they kind of fixed down the stretch. They didn't have any of that stuff settled in the bullpen to start the year last year. So I, you look at like the start of the year last year compared to what they look like this year and what they're going to look like by the end of the year, man, they are stacked. And also they have Bob Melvin, who uh, we've seen here. And, uh, and obviously he was tremendous in Oakland after he left here. So uh, I think that uh, certainly is an upgrade to previous Bob Melvin managers in San Diego in, in uh, recent years. All right, so let's hit on the NL West a little bit. So doesn't necessarily mean if you know, because you think San Diego is going to win, uh, win the World Series, they might win the division. So do they win the division ahead of the Dodgers I too? Do. Yeah, I do have them winning the, the division as well. The Dodgers um, – it might sound drastic to say they're they're going to win like 20 fewer games than they did last year, but man, they won 111 last year. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, maybe, you know, 91 seems reasonable. I think the Padres will win in the mid-90s. I think the Dodgers might be low 90s. I've got the Dodgers as the top wild card in the NL. Um, they're not quite as good. Or And the main thing is they're not quite as deep. One of the things that we've talked about, I know, is their organizational depth. For years, it just seemed like if somebody got hurt, and you could even go back to when Adrian Gonzalez got hurt, and they brought up Cody Bellinger, just as an example. Or they would find Justin Turner off the scrap heap or Max Muncy off the scrap heap. They're going to need a few of those because right now, you have to love Betts and Freeman at the top of the lineup. Will Smith, very good catcher. Max Muncy, I think he'll probably have a bounce back here. But then you're looking at a, a probably a little bit washed up J.D. Martinez. Then you're going down to nearly 36-year-old David Peralta. What are they going to get out of Trace Thompson? The back half of their lineup's not that strong. In uh, the rotation, Kershaw's great. Uh, he's 35, and he's had a lot of back problems. Julio Urias, probably Cy Young contender. Dustin May, first full year off Tommy John surgery. How long is he going to last? And then you're looking at what's left of Noah Syndergaard in the question mark in the rotation. The bullpen, uh, a lot of names who could be decent to good, but it's not very deep. It just looks like a really good team and not a, a, a blow-you-away team like they've been in recent years. Okay, so who finishes the thir- uh, third in the National League West? Is it the Diamondbacks? Yes. Yeah, I, I, the, the, the Giants are as didn't mean to say Dodgers. The Giants do not excite me at all. Um, I like Logan Webb a lot atop the rotation, but the rest of the team, man, that's just, it, it seems like mediocrity and um, maybe worse. And the Diamondbacks, I don't know if there's going to be enough, especially in the rotation behind Gallon, to really push for a, a playoff spot. But they're the makings of a kind of a turnaround upstart team. And this is not just pandering. I was on a national radio show last night on CBS Sports, the Amy Lawrence show. And she said, give me an out-of-nowhere possible sneaky contender. And the one team I said was the Diamondbacks. I love Corbin Carroll. I think he's going to be a superstar probably starting as soon as this year. Uh, Marte, he's definitely he's, he's inconsistent season to season, as you know. That means we're probably due for a good good one here coming yeah, that's true. and yep. yeah and you know some of the younger thomas mccarthy there's a lot of good young exciting talent team speed is a selling factor here it is a selling point here and especially with the bases being bigger they're just a little bit bigger but that can matter and only two pickoffs to first base allowed per plate appearance that could make a difference it benefits a team like the diamondbacks who could really take advantage and run a lot and they ran a lot last year too. So I'm assuming yeah. you, know, you would think uh, 75 and a half wins is the consensus total for the Diamondbacks. I'm assuming you think that they would go over that. Yeah, I like the over there. I mean, it's not going to be big, but they're so good at the over/unders these days. No, nothing seems obvious. They're always going to be tough. But yeah, I, high not, high high 70s and wins, maybe around 81 and 81. Yeah, I like that over. Talking with Matt Schneider from CBSSports.com. All right, I'm going to bounce around a few uh, teams here and topics. Let's start with Atlanta. Uh, you know, Wright and Iglesias are going to start the season on the injured list. Um, how big of a concern is that to you? Uh, the rotation, I, I, I'm not worried about Iglesias in the bullpen. They, they always seem to piece things together there in Atlanta, and, and they've got a nice bridge there to A.J. Mentor, who will close with Iglesias out. So I'm not as worried about the bullpen. But uh, the rotation – 
uh, there are concerns there. Not with Freed, but everybody else, like Charlie Morton's pushing 40, uh, Spencer Strider, first full season in the majors last year. Will he hit a wall this year in terms of workload? Will he get tired down the stretch? And then, you know, you're worried about Wright coming off the injury. Then you've got youngsters like Jared Schuster. How's he going to be his first time through the, the league? Can't really count on Soraka to stay healthy at this point, unfortunately. Ever since that torn Achilles, he hasn't really been able to come back. So a lot of question marks in that rotation behind Freed. All right. Who closes uh, for the for the Mets instead of uh, with Diaz out? Who's the primary guy that's going to get saves there, do you think? Probably David Robertson. Um, either Robertson or Adovino at first. Maybe I mean, Brooks really might be in the mix, but he's left-handed. And I know a lot of teams don't like to go with a lefty closer. We know Buck Stowalter has before when he had Britain with the Orioles. So he's not necessarily yeah. averse to that, but I'll go with Robertson. All right, on to the Phillies. You mentioned Hoskins' injury, and Ian Harper is going to yeah, miss a while. and uh, But they didn't put him on the 60 day, as you said. Uh, yeah. So what's the biggest concern other than those two guys being injured? Or you know, what, what could maybe not necessarily sink the Phillies, but uh, kind of derail them somewhat? Um, I wonder how the bullpen's going to shake out. I mean, they got into a decent place in the playoffs, especially with Sir Anthony Dominguez and Jose Alvarado as kind of their two big guns, one lefty in Alvarado, one righty in Dominguez. But they used Ranger Suarez in relief a decent number of times in the playoffs, and he needs to be their third starter behind Nola and Wheeler. Um, and he's actually hurt with a forearm injury right now. So the depth of the bullpen there, they did trade for Gregory Soto, all-star closer from the Tigers. And they signed Craig Kimbrell, but I feel like Kimbrell's cooked. So, and then after those guys, you're looking at names like Andrew Bellotti, Connor Brogdon, not as deep of a bullpen. They might be better served, and it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. They might be better served to be in playoff series where they only need like three or four important relievers over the yeah. long haul of the marathon of the season. I don't know if the bullpen's deep enough. All right, St. Louis, they seem to be the best in the Central, but how good are they compared to the teams we've already discussed? Uh, I, not as good for me. One of the things that is interesting going into this year is the schedule. That is, teams used to play 76 games against the other four teams in their division. Now it's dropped down to 52. So mm-hmm. you might look at like the AL East, where the Red Sox were 26-50 and 50 against the rest of the East last year. And give the Red Sox a little bump now. For example, uh, the Cardinals were 38 and, and 19 against the Cubs, Pirates, and Reds last year. They only get them 13 times each this year, and all three of those teams are pr- improved, even if marginally. Um, some of those games against the Pirates and Reds are going to be re- replaced with games against the Mets, Phillies, Braves, Dodgers, uh, Padres. So it's going to be a little bit tougher on the schedule there. I love their offense but I don't know about the pitching. Flaherty, you can't really count on to stay healthy at this point. Nicholas is about 35. Adam Wainwright's over 40, and he's already hurt. Steven Matz, you can't count on to stay healthy. Rotation's worrisome. So uh, you also have to consider they just had one of the greatest game managers in history from behind the plate retire in Yadier Molina. And they bring in Wilson Contreras, who – it, there's been whispers for years that he's not good at calling a game and a lot of pitchers don't like working with him. So how's that going to go with the rotation that's already kind of in flux? 
I, I the Cardinals were my number one under pick on my over unders. They were eighty nine. I took the under on that, and those are all the, the reasons why. Talking National League with uh, Matt Schneider of CBSSports.com. Uh, I'm intrigued with the Cubs' defense. I'm not 100% yeah. sure about their pitching, but I'm at least intrigued by the Cubs, which is better than I have uh, for several years. They, yeah, I don't know about offense, though. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, why did you mention that? <laughs> mediocrity, yeah, kind of screams mediocrity. I, the defense, like you said, uh, they went away from Contreras. They're going with Barnhart and Dome, two good receivers and game managers behind the plate. They've got Dansby Swanson and Nico Horner, a double play combination up the middle will be one of the best. Cody Bellinger in center is great, especially in a, a really small center field in Wrigley. And it's 400 to dead center, but 368 in the power alley, so it's tight. Not a, not a ton of ground in center to cover. He's going to love playing there. Um, but, yeah, offensively, like you'll need a huge years from Horner and Swanson. You'll need Bellinger to bounce back. Uh, almost MVP form there. You'll need Ian Happ to repeat what he did last year instead of doing what he did almost every other year of his career. And I still, I don't know. It, it screams kind of mediocrity to me. I, I do think they'll be able to hang around in the Central just because I don't think the Cardinals and Brewers are going to run away from them. That leads us to the Brewers. Uh, you know, I've, yeah. uh, I think Craig Council does a tremendous job there. And until last year, I thought he got the most out of what he had every year. And yeah, you know, last year they had all kinds of things go wrong. I want this. I shouldn't base this on one spring training performance, but I'm going to do it anyway. I watched Freddie Peralta a little bit yesterday, and he was nasty and kind of like he was a couple years yeah. ago. So I thought I don't want to change my mind on the Brewers on one spring training performance two days before the season starts. But I'm starting to waver a little bit because I was thinking maybe they're third in this division. Well, they, I mean, they could be first, too. I mean, they, they only they were only behind the Phillies by one game last year. Um, and if you look, they're kind of the opposite of the Cardinals, where I sort of love the offense and I don't like the pitching at all. The Brewers, if Peralta throws the way he's capable, and you saw his stuff, as you said, then they've got three aces in Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. And that, that leaves Eric Lauer as a four, and he's an excellent four then. And the bullpen behind Devin Williams, they're going to patch together. Council's as good as anybody in baseball at working his bullpen and, and pulling all the right strings. You just wonder about the offense. I think the ship has sailed on Yellis returning to MVP form at this point. Of course, if he does, all of a sudden maybe he's got something going offensively. But, yeah, otherwise they're, they're really heavy on pitching. But, it's, man, it's so, so, so good. Okay, last up, is there anybody or anybody, any team or any human being, person, uh, player that uh, that you want to mention here that uh, we haven't talked about to this point? Uh, I, I mean, I mentioned his name, but I was going to say I think Juan Soto is going to have a monster, monster, monster season. Uh, he 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 had a down year last year which was he finished sixth in majors and on base percentage. He hit 27 home runs. He was still one of the scariest hitters in baseball, but it was a down year. And when I talked to him in Peoria, uh, he said he just didn't feel comfortable all year in the box, and he didn't know why. I suspect maybe it was because there were a bunch of contract extension talks and he was on a bad team, and then he didn't know where he was going to get traded, and then he got traded, and then it was all new. Uh, Now that he's settled – and the Padres have that lineup around him, I think he's going to completely go off, and he's going to win his first MVP. Matt, always good talking to you. We'll check back, I'm sure, during the season. Thanks much. All right. Take care.
You too. Matt Schneider, CBSSports.com, and check out his predictions uh, posted this morning along with uh, others at CBSSports.com, so check that out. 